What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Friday Show. I've been very excited to do this show. I am your host, here with my homie Austin. Austin, buddy, what is going on? Um, I'm doing good. How about you? I'm pretty good, man. I went to the movies for the first time in like over a fucking year. And I am happy. Like, I mean, okay, here's the thing. So initially, um, I was going to wait till like the weekend, but I was like, I'm already doing um, a pay-per-view on Sunday with you. And I don't really want to like try to shove that anywhere in the weekend because Saturday I got a busy day, especially with work. But, you know, I saw that a, A Quiet Place Part 2 was showing in theaters today when I thought it was supposed to come out tomorrow. So I was like, huh, fuck yeah. And we, you know, dropped Olivia off with my dad. So I told Chanel, like, hey, if we can get a babysitter, let's go to the theater. I want to go bad. And really it was between that or seeing uh, the new Saw movie. But I thought about it. I was like, eh, I want to see the new Saw movie really bad. But it's something I'm also, like, okay with waiting for, like on Blu-ray or something. Right. Quiet Place I've been wanting to see for the last year, like the last year since it was fucking postponed. So I was like, damn, I got to see it. And we went, and it was so surreal. <laughs> it was different. I was like, fuck, I miss movie theaters so much. And all it got me thinking is I want to go do it again. Like, I just want to go see movies in the theater now. But, you know, other than that, I'm doing pretty good. Work sucked, <laughs> as always. Of course. But in other news... um, I found out that basically there's a lot of people in this world that are huge pieces of shit, mostly because they're walking around saying peace for Hamas. And one of them is the congresswoman from Michigan. Well, the cunt bag in chief. Did you just say cunt? No. <laughs> Ilhan Omar. Dude, I can't stand her. She is a fucking anti-Semite like no other. I don't understand how anybody could support her. That's my opinion on her. Anybody who openly supports Louis Farrakhan can jump off a bridge and get hit by a large truck for all I care. Seriously. Like, okay. So you remember when we uh, killed that terrorist leader a while back? I always forget his fucking name. Uh, Trump accomplished it. Everybody, well, everybody was mad about it. And so somebody posted and they're like, dude, Oh, I remember now. New York Times, they were like talking about how he was a peaceful person or whatever, or a visionary person. And somebody, you know, posted on Facebook, they're like, imagine hating your country so much that you support a terrorist group. That's what's going on right now. Imagine hating your country so much that you support a terrorist group. Look, the biggest issue here, I don't think people understand, is when they're saying things like support Hamas and all this shit, they're kind of forgetting the the message behind Hamas is the destruction and complete annihilation of Jews. And not just Jews, of the entire Western world. Well, don't right, because... It, don't get it mixed up. Hamas is a terrorist organization. 100%. And see, the thing is, is people don't understand is Israel really is one of our neighbors. I mean, we've ultimately... I have had, I think, a better relationship with them than we ever did Russia and other countries. So the idea that we would back out on them is kind of pathetic, if you ask me. I mean, I don't know where people stand on this, but for me, on a in a biblical aspect, we need Israel. That's just something completely different. 
But again, I just am not okay with saying fuck Jews, fuck the Jewish community, fuck Israel. Like I'm not cool with that at all. Especially because, in my opinion, if anyone has the right to talk about suffering in this world, it's Jews. They were almost annihilated. Like, people always try to play the who suffered more game between slavery and, like, the Holocaust. I'm sorry, man, but a whole race was almost fucking erased. And to say that that's where we're at now is just frustrating. Wait, let's break it down a little bit farther than that, because I, I don't like to play this... Um game like oh the bible says this this and that and we're talking about foreign policy um right so so you've got you've got a couple main issues you've got a bunch of idiots who don't know anything about history talking yes. about historical fa- historical fact saying that the western world the united states was chief in um building iran or building israel and giving israel that land and it was chiefly the americans in the west that did it if you think that you're stupid Maybe you're not stupid. Maybe it's been lied to. Yeah. The creation of Israel was widely unpopular in the United States. The o- one of the only persons in the U.S. government that actually supported the creation of Israel was Harry Truman, the president of the United States. Everybody else hated the, most everybody else hated the idea. It was pushed by Eastern powers like China and the Soviet Union because they knew that Jews were inherently... Um, more prone to communism because of the how horrible they had it in in um, fascist regimes in Germany and Poland and um, right. other other Eastern European countries. So they supported a creation of Israel. So a the West did not create Israel. B Jews have been in the area of Israel and has been holy sites for thousands and thousands of years before Islam was even created. Correct. So to pretend like the Temple Mount, which is maybe the third or fourth holiest site in all of Islam, it is the most spiritual site in Judaism. And the Temple was built literal thousands of years before Muhammad started preaching about his lies. Exactly. I don't think people understand that either. Well, to be fair, a lot of people just read the news and they go off of that. And that's who's been starting this shit is the fucking news. Well, and you can't trust the news because the AP, um, the Associated Press, had a building in Gaza and they were using it to harbor Hamas terrorists. Right, exactly. Well, you know, it's even more kind of like astounding in a sense is the argument that if you support Israel, you're a racist, which is like the first thing I knew was going to come out of somebody's mouth. Omar and you know, other people along that spectrum, it's definitely an agenda. I mean, obviously everything that each side does is an agenda, but it just seems astounding to me that that's the first thing we can think of is if you support Israel and you support the Jewish community Anything and everything all related to Israel, you are somehow a racist. Makes no fucking sense. But it's totally okay. But you know what, though? We shouldn't be too surprised. Because you got to remember, these are the same people that they fucking praise criminals and hate cops. So it's not like it's really that shocking that they're like, oh yeah, the terrorist group is being victimized. But what's crazy is that 
Israel has the Iron Dome. They used to call it Star Wars as a joke. And they used up most of their rockets defending themselves, shooting out the rockets that were being indiscriminately fired into civilian areas. And then a bunch of idiot Democrats who just hate Jews, like like Ilhan Omar, who is a who is some reason moved to this country and was it was accepted as an immigrant and still hates the country for some reason. I think she should maybe I won't say this for most people, but if you're a legal immigrant and you're gonna complain as much about the country, maybe you should just move back to where you came from if this place is such an absolute garbage place. But um these people started opposing just re helping Israel rearm their Iron Dome system. It's not an attack system, it's a defense system. And you just making it so that Israel can't defend itself. It's old just because you hate Israel doesn't mean that you are necessarily a doesn't mean you're necessarily um a piece of trash. <laughs> Just because you you don't like Israel doesn't make you necessarily anti-Semitic. But when you treat Israel differently than you would any other country, that makes you anti-Semitic. Because at some point, it goes away from hating hating one individual country and turning it into, oh, I hate the Jews, destroy the Jews, kill all the Jews. Because one side wants peace. One, One side wants the absolute destruction of a race of people. And you have to decide what side you're going to be on. If you're going to be part of the genocidal terrorists who who shot missiles indiscriminately and use school children as body shelves, I'm sorry, you're a garbage human being. 100%. I agree. And honest to God truth, I think it's a little uh, sheep, sheep-like or sheepish to say I support Hamas and the Jews are bad. I mean... Really, when someone says this shit to me, I honestly believe they're just uneducated and they're not fully, like, looking into the story. Right. Because a lot of it really is people are influenced by the media and what they see on Facebook. Because I'm a victim of this, too. So, I didn't know that John Cena was a giant piece of shit, too. Yes, a coward. Right. Like, here's the thing, too. I thought he was just being attacked. And I was like, man, why are people being so rude to him? But it was because I was reading a headline and I wasn't paying attention and looking at other shit. And I was like, wait a minute. And then I sat there and I was like, who the fuck doesn't know that that's a country? Like, what the fuck? That's the weirdest part, A. B, that fucking Universal Studios, all of those motherfuckers are so in bed with China that they force this dude to fucking say that. Because you know he doesn't believe it. This was all because he didn't want to lose a big paycheck, dude. You can say what you want about those movies. Those movies are huge for someone's career i can almost guarantee you he made more money doing that movie than he probably ever did an entire year at wwe like he made a shit ton of money but that's no excuse to fucking go there and be like oh i have to do what the studio says because we'll lose money in china i'm gonna go i'm gonna go talk in mandarin chinese and kowtow to the communists who are single-handedly killing and murdering people in their own country let's let's we're gonna kowtow and not stand up to a country that seeks to destroy the United States. I'm going to kowtow to a regime that's responsible for literal concentration camps where they send people to work until they die in poverty. We're just going to ignore all that so we can get a paycheck. Mm-hmm. It's these garbage. Are the, these are the same countries that for years have killed gay people, people with disabilities. Like, dude, these countries are the places that all these fucking idiots are like, oh, this is where freedom is. 
this is where a better economic system is. But and I'm like, dude, this, you you clearly didn't do your homework. This is clearly just coming from the garbage rhetoric um, that the media and the Democrats are pushing where, oh, China's not evil, China's not bad, they're just a competitor. Mm-hmm, yeah. No, Chairman Xi Jinping is a coward. He's a loser. He deserves to be hung by the gallows. He deserves to be strung from on the back of two horses, have the horses run in opposite directions. He's a murderous tyrant who's no better than Kim Jong Kim Jong Un or Vladimir Putin. Seriously, dude. And I, you know, it's, here's the thing too. There's an old saying that goes like this: It's easy to support communism, socialism. You could place it with whatever word, but for me, it's going to be socialism because everyone thinks that's the end thing. It's easy to support socialism when you live under capitalism. And there's proof to that. You, we live in a country where you can be that stupid. But the, what I'm getting at is a lot of these people that support it have never a day in their life been to these countries. And if they did, they went to the tourist side. They didn't live there. It's 100% different when you live somewhere under their rules and regulations. That's just completely different. In the background, it sounds like a baby's being murdered. That's just my child going to bed. It's a, it's a girl, <laughs> so it's probably getting murdered just like they are in China. Dude, or how about like the protesters in Hong Kong? What happened there? Exactly. They were shut down. And people were just like, oh, no, they're just being terrorists of their own country. I'm like, are you high? What the fuck are you doing here in America? And, the exact and, same shit. And, and this goes for President Trump, who was an absolute coward during the whole situation. Oh, boy. Here we go. <laughs> the United States should have took a really strong because right now the reason why China, China thinks it can bully Taiwan because they got away with bullying Hong Kong for so long because we had a consistent policy that we don't stand up to China. We found, we have officially found that there's more evidence to support that a Chinese lab made the Wuhan virus. They knew it escaped and didn't warn anybody. Remember. Mm-hmm. That just a few weeks after they released the genome sequences out, we had we had the first steps to a to a um, vaccine for the coronavirus. But instead of telling them earlier, they hid it and tried to disguise it. It wasn't them who started it, costing millions of people's lives. Chi- communism and the Chinese Communist Party, the People's Republic of China, they murder millions of people a year and it's just another instance of communism and the Chinese causing millions of deaths again. Oh yeah, people, the world all that blood is on their up. hands. People need to stop listening to the garbage. Oh, China's not a bad guy. China is evil. China is China's as pure evil. China is as if not more evil than the Soviet Union was. They are as if not more evil than North Korea. They are as if no, they're the second most evil regime in the world. But they're pure evil. That's the thing. People don't understand that. And they are responsible for the deaths of millions, man. They have people's blood on their hands. You can't say this because you get called racist, but it's the fucking truth. China's government is responsible for this disease and for the lives that were lost all across this country, their country, other countries, all across the fucking globe. They're responsible for it, but because they didn't want to man up, because they wanted to hide their shit, which should show people how evil they really are, this should happen. Like, what happened What happened if it was, like, worse than that? 
because this is pretty bad, but, like, what if it was a full-scale, like, God forbid this has ever happened, but, like, a fucking zombie or rabies outbreak. Like, that just shows you what the fuck could happen over a lie. And then the Biden but we're so naive. Exactly. And the Biden administration turns around and starts listening to the WHO, which is a literal talking piece for the Chinese government. Like, and we, it's not like we don't know this. We watched them lie for a year straight. When We've known this for a while, yeah. We watched them lie for a year straight about coronavirus in the first year of coronavirus, saying that it didn't come from China. It came from a bat or something, even though they clearly knew what was going on. The World Health Organization is just a puppet for the Chinese. But but let's not, that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter the Chinese and evil regime. It doesn't matter the World Health Organization is a talking head for the Chinese regime. Um, we're going to listen to them anyway. Congratulations. That's a present you elected, you absolute retards. Well, not to mention the fact that they're like, oh, you know what? We're going to listen to a guy who won a fucking Nobel Prize and all this stuff and made it on Time Magazine, a doctor who was wrong every step of the way, still has a job. Did you, did you see by polling that in the past two months, his um, approval rating has dropped by 46%. Good. I hope people see that because, dude, for a long-ass time, they were like, Dr. Fauci is a god. That's not what they said, but let's be honest. That's kind of what they said. And I'm sitting here like, dude, this guy's been wrong about fucking everything. Are you kidding me? Yeah, and it's absolutely it's absolutely horrendous. Because what it boils down to is it's people that hate America teaming up with other people that hate America. The oh yeah, it's the destruction of America. America. It's the yep. old red green alliance. It's the communists and the Muslims who hate who hate America. And they are teaming up together, and it's including the communists in our own country who are teaming up with Hamas, teaming up with the Communist Chinese Party, teaming up with the fascist evil regimes in Russia who are teaming up to destroy America because they have an innate disdain for America. You know what's sad, man, is a lot of these people that agree with this shit don't even know what they're getting themselves into. Like, these are the kids and people that are going to find out when it's too late that this was the worst thing that could have ever happened to our country. Because what happens here, we have nowhere else to go. You can say other countries are great, but we have nowhere else to go where we have the freedom that we have here. I've heard... Tired adage that you can vote your way into communism, but you can only shoot your way out. 100%. Or uh, there's another one that's like similar. Um, God damn, it was on the top of my head. Oh, essentially... Um, that I'm always saying it on our show. Uh, to to destroy um, destroy the family or destroy the home, you know, destroy the country, and that's just how this is. That's why you hear a lot about why people hate on the nuclear family. It's the quickest way to get people against each other, so we don't have families that are staying with the old traditional way. It's a step into a new utopia. And what is in that utopia? Socialism, which you can call it what you want. It's still communism. Yep. It's the exact same thing. And it's been tried. It's never worked. Every country that has tried it is completely eradicated or it's a shithole. We'll just put it that way. Like, I've never met one person that came from one of those countries that was like, oh, it's great. And that's why I'm here. Yeah, show me the person who moved here from Venezuela who was like, yo. I'd rather go back. Venezuela. 
Oh, I've got friends that are, yeah, they grew up in like Soviet Russia. And they're like, dude, no, you don't want to live under that. And I was like, yeah, fuck. Absolutely. Right. Like they were telling me all about how they had to prep for it. Like their dad would have to wait in line and shit for bread, how they had to scrounge around for change and shit. Cause it was just no food at one point, which is not really a shocker. Nobody's going to work and do the same shit when you're all making the same money. And the government's not going to allow you to do anything different. You especially can't make your own products. Right, because imagine, would you work 40 hours a week if you could get paid the same? Would you Would you spend 40 hours a week digging ditches if you're going to get paid the same as the guy who sits at a desk all day and just does data input for 35 hours a week? Right, fuck no. They're, well, it's equal, uh, what do they call it? It's equal something. We don't take care of each other. It's you doing your part. And I'm like, no, you say that now because you're the one that thinks that you're going to sit behind a desk. Exactly. It's easy. I know you don't like him, but Charlie Kirk had said it's easy to be compassionate with others' money. Exactly. And it's the truth. That's just what it is. You know, I mean. But the issue is you eventually run out of other people's money. Well, that's the problem. There's no production. Nothing's being done. You can't. We have to have the wheels turning. and People don't get that. Nothing is ever free. And when it is free, it's coming from somebody else. Nothing has driven American innovation and um, and economic growth so, quite like the United States of America's free market system. Nothing has ever done exactly. That. That's why there's nothing wrong with having people that work for a certain amount of money. That's just how the wills turn in our country. Plus it teaches people, Hey, I want more out of life. So why would you want to take that opportunity away from you? Because if you live under communism, you don't have an opportunity. You're literally equal as an equal poverty. You don't get a chance to promote yourself. You can't get a better job. You can't create the next best thing. Exactly. And when the government has control of it, nobody can do it. You know, like, you know how you see all those fucking Gen Z kids that are at Starbucks on their laptops complaining about capitalism. That's right. not going to be the case. You know, like the only laptop you're going to have is a Biden Microsoft laptop or something like you can't have options. You're going to get on YouTube and it's only going to be Joe Biden's best moment. You'd be like, where was that time that he that he was talking about the Declaration of Independence? He was like, all men are created equal. And, uh, uh, you know, the rest, you won't be able to find it because he scrubbed the Internet of it. Well, you won't. Yeah, you won't be able to have anything. I mean, I've said it before on the show, and I'll say it again. It's the um, novel 1984 or whatever, or 89. I can't remember the name of it, but dude, it's that book it about. Yeah, it's the themes of Big Brother, big government, and fucking thought crime, thought police. That's what it is. That's where we're headed. That's where we'll be if we get into bed with communism. I mean. In a weird way, we kind of already are with all the stuff that's going on right now, but it's not official. It hasn't hit us yet until the time comes where we're being pulled out of our homes, moved into the street and executed. And only some people are allowed to live. People are put into certain groups of who's going to produce what. That's when it's fucking scary. And don't be like Seth Rogen, the absolute coward he is. He is a coward. I, throwing, I heard that whole thing. Throwing DeFranco underneath the bus. Not to mention your best friend. Like, all right, here's the thing. There is proof that Franco did something gross. 100%. But not only did he apologize for it, he has concluded everything with that person. 
That's also t- the fact that um that they were making jokes about it together about it. Like you didn't know right. you're claiming like, oh I didn't know. You definitely know you're making jokes about it. Well, and here's the shitty thing. So even if he's under fire, which you know right now he is, that's your best friend. Aren't you gonna still be by your best friend's side even when you fully know in your heart that he did something wrong and that he should suffer the consequences? Aren't you gonna be there for your best friend who's been like a brother to you since you were kids? Yeah, if you're friends with James Franco, just remember right now he's going to stab you in the back as fast as anything. You mean Seth Rogen? Yeah, that's what I meant. I was going to say, James Franco is the one that got fucked. Well, James okay. Franco won't stab you in the back unless you're 16. Yeah, exactly. Got him. <laughs> but that's like that classic saying, what do you do when your kid's a serial killer? I'm like, me personally, I'm going to put my kid in jail and hope they stay there for the rest of their life, but I'm still going to see them because that's my child. I'm still going to love them because that's my boy or my girl, you know, like I think it would be the same way with friends. Like, Hey man, look, you did a horrible thing. May God have mercy on your soul. I'm praying for you, but I love you and I'm always going to be there for you. And I'm here to listen. I'm here to talk to you. Like that's what a friend would do. Right. To sit there and be like, I want nothing to do with him. Uh, There's no such thing as cancel culture. And I'm so sick of hearing about it. Like jokes just don't age well. Like, the motherfucker that made movies uh, that are by today's society would be deemed homophobic, racist. That's the fucking guy that's going to tell you about jokes not aging well. And then he started talking smack about Superbad, his only, his like best movie. That's his, yeah. That literally, like, I love Pineapple Express, but dude, Superbad is like top. That's got to be dude, the best one he's ever done. When they leave the gas station to find out about that chick's <laughs> breast reduction surgery, still <laughs> the funniest freaking thing. Uh, he gets hit by the car. He's like, what is it, six bucks? What are you, eight? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my back. <laughs> Dude, that's one of the best movies ever. And, like, the best part is we're finally getting, well, probably not now that Seth Rogen's being a tool, but we were going to get a spinoff with Seth Rogen and Bill Hader's characters as the cops. And I was like, oh, my God, I would love that shit. Like, that would be so fucking funny. But I don't think it's going to happen now because enough people are going to get pissed and want nothing to do with that motherfucker's movies. Well, also, also the thing is, is that, like, yo, let's be clear. Seth Rogen, you are not immune from this. They're going to come for you. They're going to get you. And you're going to be He's standing next. all by yourself because you were too scared to stand up for anybody. And no one's going to stand up for you. Exactly. And the worst thing that you could do in this situation is cower down and cave into them. They always eat their own, dude. They did it to Ellen DeGeneres. They fucking did it to, um, God, what's that motherfucker's name? The, uh, damn it, is it the governor of New York? I can't yeah, remember. Cuomo. Yeah, Cuomo. They eat their own, dude. It always happens. And apologizing is the worst thing ever because it just makes it even more worse. Like, nothing you can do is going to phase it. It's just going to get worse. They're going to expect more from you literally till you are at your fucking breaking point. And it doesn't right. matter to them. They don't think about the fact that the people whose lives they are ruining, they're literally taking away food from their children's mouth. They're taking away the home that these people live in. Like, I don't think they think about this shit. I think they really believe that these people are just unstoppable with or without a job i'm like you know that that's how they make a living right like right it's not just a tv show you're taking away from them that's their job which is why i get irritated when they talk to me about politics i'm like come on dude i can't do that 
It's a bunch of inconsiderate ingrates who just don't know what the hell they're doing. Well, a lot of it is, yeah, these sensitive-ass fucking kids. Like, uh, I saw this thing, it was like, cancel Gen Z, and I started dying. I was like, I want to start a little trend, cancel, call it Forgot About Z. <laughs> just to be a smartass, like, I don't give a fuck. I'm really not a believer in cancel culture, man. I think it's the worst fucking thing in the world. Just because there's a... I think that it's a... It's like a, a two... It's a coin. There's two sides. And ultimately, where do you draw the line when too much is too much? Like, Also, what just popped into my head too quickly. They're talking all kinds of smack about Franco um, like dating and having sex with that 17-year-old. These people practically worship Paul Walker. He's literally in a sexual relationship with a 16-year-old and yep. was praised for it in Hollywood. Oh, yeah. These are the same people. It's amazing that... how much horrible garbage stuff you could do. Just overdose on drugs and everybody will love you. Right. Like, what's his name? Uh was dating a Kardashian. He's the only man I know where hookers and an overdose saved his marriage. Because she was still <laughs> with his ass. I was like, wow. Maybe if I was rich. <laughs> But these are the same people, too, that, like, Ellen Page, I don't give a fuck, it's Ellen Page, they took a picture of what this poor soul did to her body. She mutilated her fucking body, and I'm only waiting now to hear about when she hung herself, because, unfortunately, that's right around the corner for her. She should have got a thicker neck. Well, dude, like, the fucking abs, that looks pictured, like, that looks photoshopped, that does not look real. If it is, serious problem. One nipple is clearly not done, and the other one is. And I'm like, dude, you have no idea what you're doing. Right. You have not seen a therapist. You have not had any fucking mental help. You're going to kill yourself. Right. And that is so fucking sad, dude, that nobody thinks about that. Like, we are so afraid to talk about how scared we are of this coming into our relatives' lives, our children's lives. And basically losing these people because of medicines they take, because of not realizing what they've just done, and they're fucking troubled, like completely troubled. It's a scary right. thing. I don't know. I'm really emotional about it. So I'm like, fuck, man, someone's got to say something. But it's anyway. crazy. It is just crazy that, like, you can be best friends with someone. And, like, the thing is, like, what James Franco did was weird as hell, kind of nasty and sick. But also, it's not like, as bad as well he didn't rape her that's the thing right yes it's not consensual because of the fact that she's underage but she was given she gave him consent now it, it, it it's really it's really a whole horrible 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 situation and I it is that I, 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 I'm not gonna lie I, I, I'm not friends with James Franco so I hope he gets his balls chopped off but I hope he learns from his lesson. And I'm kind of hoping that, yes, 100%. Because here's the thing, man. There's no excuse. That's gross. Like, I just, I don't understand how you could look at a 17-year-old and think, damn. <laughs> I just realized what I, kind of water I'm walking in right now. <laughs> <laughs> I just I'll realized. Say, <laughs> I know say, somebody been... that likes I, I'll say it. I have I have walked into I have seen some seventeen year olds and thought they're seventeen. I'm seventeen. No, like okay, I'm not saying that like nobody should look at them like that because it's happened to me, and I'm not really open about this because everything you say can and will be used against you. But like, 
I've had moments where, you know, I'm on the bus, broke as fuck, and we're passing a school, and there's little hoochie mamas outside waiting for the bus. <laughs> little fucking children, but I'm like, the fuck, they didn't look like that when I was little. What the hell? <laughs> you know, but but I'm not like, I'm going to go fucking pursue them. Like, that's gross. Right. Exactly. That's literally touching a child. That's disgusting. It's one of those, like, damn baby mama she, uh, she's not a baby mama she a baby oh <laughs> she a baby yeah oh hell no i feel gross oh, no. i like those have you seen those um videos of people online doing the guess the age challenge uh i gotta check that out okay so they sit down and it just shows them like random pictures of girls from like the age of like 50 something to like 13 and some dudes look at you goes, oh, this chick's definitely 21. I need to get her phone number. Like, goddamn, this is the hottest woman I've ever seen in my entire life. Clicks the next 15. He goes, oh, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to prison. Uh, but yeah. Someone super cut it with him saying that. Comes 13. And you know that video of the cops, like, busting in the house? It's like, ladies and gentlemen, we got him. And they're, like, busting through the windows and the um, skylight. <laughs> so he goes... This the hottest woman, woman I've ever seen. Let's see how old. 21, 22 clicks on it. 13. All the windows start breaking. It's like, ladies and gentlemen, we got him. And the cops are all busting in. Dudes throwing flashbangs at him. Got a um, got a like riot shield sprinting toward him. That's funny shit. We got him. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, but, you know, we got him. At the end of the day, what he did was wrong. And yes, I really think he should be held accountable for it. Just like Chrissy Teigen needs to be held accountable for what she did, telling Walker. teenagers to kill themselves. Paul Walker dating a fucking teenager. Woody Allen making films about dudes falling in love with teenagers. Like Woody Allen is one of the weirdest people in Hollywood. He is, dude, and he's so accepted. That's the crazy thing to me. But that's because that's that culture, dude. They, it only matters to them when they don't like you. Because that whole culture is based on molestation of children, rape of women, slut shaming. Like, not just that, dude. These are sluts that are slut shaming. Like, they expect women to look like shit. They want women to sit there and sing wet ass pussy because it's supposed to be sexually liberating. I'm like, dude, your pocket of spam is not liberating. You should be more. <laughs> your best chance to be sexually liberated is to get married, have children, you absolutely. Get married, have children, have respect. Yeah, have a respect for your body and yourself mentally and physically. Neither of which that I'm doing right now, but I'm working on it. Like, the fuck are you? (laughs) (laughs) R-A-S-P-C-T. We got him. him. (laughs) (laughs) But seriously, dude, like, this whole, um, this new age shit is bad dude it's just not it's not good for the fucking soul it's so negative how can you be happy when all you are is a victim the entire fucking time right and oh i can still hear my child i'm so sorry people (laughs) she's in there like i'm dying no poor thing is sick but uh yeah not the wuhan weezer though china didn't get to her yet well i mean they did but not this time she went Oh, the first thing I heard in the theater, dude, someone coughed, and I like got up right away and almost left. I was like, "No, nope. like, sorry, I got she, PTSD." Yeah, I was like, "Uh, uh-uh, I ain't doing this shit again." But the guy was just like, oh, he was choking on popcorn. 
You think there's going to be like a group of kids who claim to have PTSD from this and anytime you cough in, cough in high school and they had like run out the classroom? Oh, 100%, dude. I think we're going to, after this is all over, we're going to have a generation full of like germaphobes and people that are 100% okay with covering their face. And what people don't understand about these little like pocket pussies right here is that these are bad for you. You're suffocating yourself and you're not getting any fucking antibodies in your system. You're not building immunity. It's been good though. My oral hygiene is the best it's ever been. Well, yeah, dirt. You, like, you like got it on and you like cough and like, Oh my God, is that me? <laughs> that's the worst part, dude. On days that I forget to, you know, brush my teeth on the way to work and I got to do it at work. I'll be like on the bus or I'll be in the car. And I'm like, Oh, fuck me. It smells like fucking sardines in this bitch. I got to get this shit taken care of. The only thing it's been good for for me, dude, is I can literally stare at people and they can't see how creepy I look staring at them. Because I got the mask on. Otherwise, I'd look like this. Like, <laughs> like mouth open and shit. I look so uncomfortable. <laughs> but no, seriously, we're going to create a whole generation of people that think it's okay to wear those and think it's okay for the CDC to tell them what they can and can't do. Right, Exactly. Which I don't think people understand this. The CDC has no control over you. Matter of fact, the CDC is like half the time correct. And that's like a wide stretch. A lot of it is more just research on germs, diseases, and shit. But they don't... That's kind of like saying a flu shot will stop you from getting the flu. I still get it because it ups my chances. But to believe that it's going to completely stop it, it's a little naive. Of course. And there's that word again. But... uh. Yeah, fucking naivete. We're gonna have a whole generation of pussies. Basically, they're gonna be so scared, dude. Like they're not even gonna touch each other. They're gonna be wearing gloves while they fuck. <laughs> like I, I got, but but the funny part is that they won't be using a condom. But they'll be wearing like full body suits, except for except for their genitalia. They'll be sticking out of the suit. It's crazy to me. Like the if I were to do a montage of all this shit, I started out so scared I didn't want to leave my house. All the way to fucking get me sick. I don't care. I was one of those people, dude. I was panic buying and shit. I'll say it. I was panic buying. I bought like five cases of like 100, 100 pack of water. I bought like eight bottles of hand sanitizer. Like that was going to do anything. Like I bought a bunch of Clorox wipes. I did all that dumb shit. And then I realized right. one day that I just didn't care anymore. I was like, fuck it. If it's my time to go, it's my time to go. And that was the dumbest like uh outlook to have because even when i got it i really didn't think i was gonna die i was literally just chilling in the hospital like yeah i just need to get better <laughs> i wasn't like oh god Someone please don't let me die here soup. yeah i was just like i don't really feel good like <laughs> i just i didn't think i was gonna die i don't know i don't know how i thought like that but then again i think about it i'm like you know a big part of it was the fact that all you hear from Movies, music, news, everywhere you look, it's COVID, the death disease, stacking bodies higher than the Holocaust. Like, shit that's meant to scare you. And it worked because it fucking scared me. I was terrified. I was like, I don't want to go around grandma and grandpa. (laughs) Like, just dumb shit. And then I started having parties and I was like, I don't give a fuck. I don't even know how I got it, to be honest with you. I just know that Chanel told me that her chest was hurting and she had developed a cough two days later i had symptoms and then got tested and i had it so i have no idea where we got it from i'm thinking from work but then i'm like well how did chanel get it 
Right. Because she had to have had it before me if she was experiencing symptoms before well, I maybe did. Maybe she like picked it up while she was at the store or something. That or I could have given it to her and it took me a while to show symptoms and she showed first. Right. That's a possibility, you know. Because, I mean, the reason I think I got it was because of the fact that I work in a building where I see like hundreds of people a day right. at my desk. So it's kind of like not really a question of if, but just a matter of when. That's the way I looked at it. I'm like, eventually I'm getting this shit. So I got to just figure it out. Yeah, it's like the thing that the thing about like before we realized how super not deadly it is, how scary it must have been to work at like a King Supers or something. Right. And they don't get house pay or nothing. They didn't get shit. They just got hours. That's what we got. They're like, you get hours. Dude, but like I've talked to some people and they were like, I really wish that I wouldn't have been. Um. Doing this, I would rather have been on unemployment because you made more money on unemployment. Oh, dude, I was so mad when I found out how much my dad and brother and sister were making on unemployment. So, like, my dad took advantage of it because he was like, dude, I don't want to drive. Like, I'm just kind of scared. My dad wasn't, like, fully scared of the disease, but he was like, I'm a little bit older. I can't recover from a cold as it is. So I'm going to play it cool. And so he was like, I'm just going to get unemployment. He got more on unemployment than he did doing his regular job. Same with my brother, whose job actually closed down for a little while, so he kind of didn't have a choice. My sister, same thing. But what made me mad is that when it was time to start going back to work, like literally half a year ago, they were still living off unemployment. And I was like, man, you motherfuckers, you're making more than me. Like, I'm about to quit. But then I was like, what do I do with it? Like, okay, there's no more. You guys need to go find a job. Then I'm fucked. Right, exactly. Now they're like, oh, no. Right, like I just need a guaranteed paycheck. That, that's how you should always weigh out your options. When you look at a job and you're like, oh, bro, I get good tips here and I'm on a commission. I'm like, okay, but that's not a guaranteed paycheck. Right. Wouldn't you rather make less money, but it's a guaranteed paycheck, guaranteed hours, and it's a stable amount? Like I'd rather do that than anything, to be honest with you. Like, but um, so- The job I'm doing now, I like it because it's a guaranteed hourly rate plus they're given um plus I get tips on top of it. So it's like awesome. Well yeah, no, that's awesome. Like that's the perfect job to have. Especially because you get paid a regular rate and it's not like they fucked your rate up. Because you know that like waitresses and all that only make like three, four bucks an hour and they have to live off of the tips. Well now we're in a time where they make everyone submit their money so they can split the tips, which I think is really fucked up. Like if you suck at your job, you didn't earn it. That's just right. the way it is. Because I've never heard of somebody that said, I'm so good and I didn't get tipped. That don't make any sense. Guaranteed, even in this day and age where people are so frugal with money, if you fucking impress the shit out of me, I will make you happy. But I want you at my table practically annoying me every five seconds. <laughs> making me, like, I'm trying to eat. Will you go away? That's a good yeah. waiter and waitress. There, but then there's also like if I was doing that, I would also be scared of annoying people so much that they wouldn't that they that at there's a, at one point where it's just too much. No, no, no. I agree. Like there's times where it's like, dude, please go away. But I love it because I'm like, dude, I don't have to wait for my shit to get filled again. I want to yeah, refill. There, that is the worst thing on the entire planet. Right, like, I don't even care that it's taking forever for my food. I want my fucking soda refilled. Yeah, if I, if I drink my Coke, my, cu- my cup should never get empty. No, that's the golden rule. When I worked at a fucking restaurant, dude, they had told me, 
once it's halfway, refill it. It should never be empty. And I was like, damn, but what if they get annoyed? Like, what if they're like, I'm still drinking this, and they pulled away? They're like, guaranteed they're not going to do that. And I'm like, okay, whatever. And I tried it. I was like, damn, these guys actually like when I take their shit. But who doesn't? Because I don't want to reach a breaking point to where I'm like, hey, excuse me. Hey, I'm thirsty. Right. And that shit sucks. And you're sitting there like, did she see us yet? Did she, where is this bitch? And you get mad and you're like, oh, by the time they get there, you don't even want it refilled anymore. Dude, Um. so I went to the truck stop down here and they have their soda fountain like in the open. I got so pissed off they didn't fill me. I went out and filled my own cup up with their soda fountain. So oh, this bro. waitress was so pissed off at me. I was like, hey, I was thirsty, honey. I was thirsty. And she's like, you motherfucker. <laughs> like, you're like, are you, you not allowed to be back there, sir? You're not allowed to be back there. You should have been doing your job, ho. <laughs> I was like, I was this... thirsty. What are you going to expect me to do, bro? Well, yeah, like, I want my shit refilled. Pay attention. That's the biggest thing. I think that even though when, it, it, when it's busy, you should make it a rule that you go check on every table you are working on every couple of minutes. And the first thing you should look at is the drinks. Are they half full or what's going on? Like, that's the biggest thing. But people just, like, they set you down and they forget about you. They don't want to fucking come back. Exactly. That's someone that doesn't want to work. And that's someone that is going to get a penny from me as a tip. Flipped upside down so they can see that they are so bad. Even Abraham Lincoln is disgusted with them and can't look at them. <laughs> That's the most fucked up thing to do. I learned that from my dad. He was like, it means that Abraham Lincoln don't even want to look at you. And I'm like, that's really fucked um, up. <laughs> but, like, dude, I'll tip you very fucking famously. I'm talking, like, if you impress the shit out of me and you make me feel comfortable and served properly, I'm not giving you 15%. I'm giving you more. Because right. an average tip is, like, between 5 and 10 bucks or whatever, which to me, that's shitty. That's really not cool. I'm going to give you, like, 20 or 30 Probably more. I ain't gonna lie. The highest amount I've ever tipped was a hundred dollars. Um, I honestly. That was because I had tax money. Honestly, if I know that the employees are making wage plus tips, and they're it, they're making like fifteen, sixteen bucks an hour plus tips, like honestly, I've never tipped at I've tipped at Sonic my like one time. Bro, I've never tipped at McDonald's or any of those places. I've well, never those done. Those places you're not supposed to tip, but like, well, like, Sonic, where they're serving you your food, yeah. yeah. Like I've never, I've tipped one time at Sonic, and that's because the chick brought me like an extra pretzel. See, I'm a piece of shit. I'll tip a waiter and a waitress when they do really good. I ain't gonna lie though, dude. I almost never. I'm talking like one percent of the time. I'll do this. I almost never tip Uber drivers. Or Grubhub driver. Like, anyone doing my food, dude, like delivery, I almost never tip them. Dude, I don't know sucks, why. What sucks is I I go to tip um, drivers like that, like um, like Postmates drivers all the time, and I put in the comments, like, knock on the door, I have a cash tip for you, because I don't want you to have to pay taxes on it. Well, that but and not to mention, drop the food at the front door and never knock on the door. So that sucks for you. You just lost out on seven dollars. Oh, bro, they never pay attention to the notes. They hardly look at the fucking address and everything, dude. They just go where their GPS tells the them to. The, the time the Walmart retards dropped our food off at the other door. Oh my god, bro! Huh. I was so sad. I was so pumped. I was like, oh yeah, M and M's are in the building. I open up the door, nothing's there. I was like. <laughs> 
He's like, what the fuck? And then he looks over. Hey, assholes, don't look, don't look in the back. And he runs. <laughs> I called Dude, them I and they were like, like yo, that. I put it down at this address. Like, that's not the address we told you to told you to do yeah dude they don't pay attention they just get the so like half the time they run off of an app that has the address put in for them so you know that they don't look at the notes on where to go directions any of that shit right and they're always in a hurry like the one time i almost tipped an uber driver and i'm talking like a real nice tip uh i was i was doing uber eats i was at work and i needed something to eat i was really hungry so she shows up and she's pregnant yeah, and I was like, oh, man. And and she's a beautiful woman, too. Like, I was just like in awe. Like, like, I you see why you're this? pregnant. Well, yeah, pretty much. I was like, oh, she's fully attractive, but she's also got a full belly. Like, we're talking, she was ready to pop, dude. So I was like, I have to tip her. I just have to. She comes up to me, brings me my food. She's all nice. Chit-chats for a minute. Puts my fucking soda down. And I got this from McDonald's, dude. When I picked up my soda... I barely put it like near my face. I could smell cigarette smoke. Oh. And I was like, wait a minute. So I started sniffing the bag. It smelled like Camel Crush. And I was like, I'm not tipping this bitch, dude. She's killing her baby. <laughs> She's a smoker. I, now I don't feel guilty at all. I tip and shit. Tony's but I almost gonna, did. Tony's going to get that same girl and she's going to have her baby. And the baby's going to be walking around with like a little dent in its head. Seriously, it's like this won't hurt the baby, and then ten years later, he's a juggalo. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting here, come to find out, Tony looks out. She's driving this old car. Her husband's in the side smoking. He's like, "Oh, I feel bad now." <laughs> well, like I felt so guilty because yeah, you could see her huffing and puffing. She's like, she's like out of breath, man. That's she's what you give her smoking a pack a day, honey. That's what I said. I was like, no, that was from the cigarette. <laughs> dude, it was just fresh. I couldn't smell it on her, but. And you know why? I thought I think about this more and more. She smelled like fresh mint. She probably sprayed something or put gum in her mouth. Because, yeah, everything in there smelled like cigarette smoke. And I know for a fact it wasn't the guys at McDonald's. You can't smoke in the fucking kitchen. <laughs> like, unless it went outside, it was waiting for the Uber driver and took a quick break. Like, that don't, even then, that's not going to, that doesn't work yeah, like that. You're you know? outside, your food's not going to smell like tab- wacky tobaggy. Right. It smelled like she had it in the car and was blowing it at my bag. Like, I was so mad, dude. I could smell it the whole time I was eating, too. It was gross. Because she, she, she knew you were brown, so she was like, screw this, you little brown boy. <laughs> the, the bitch was brown, too. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't know what she was, dude. She looked like Filipino, maybe? I don't know. It was hard to tell. She had brown skin, but I was like, poor thing, man. She's over there sweating and dying. And then I smelled my shit, and I'm like, well, yeah, she's literally dying. Like, fuck. <laughs> Have you been to Who Hot? What's that? It was like a Mongolian grill. No, but I've been make, to one. You make your own um, home. You make your own stir fry, and they cook it right in front of you. It's all you can eat. So there used to be a place downtown. I don't know if it's still there, but it used to be called Mongolian Barbecue. And it's yeah, it's kind of essentially the same thing. It's over by Coors Field. You pick out all the food you want. You take it up to the big ass fucking grill. You're talking about JB's, right? JB's yes, that's what it is. Grill? JB's, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, that's fucking amazing, dude. Like, my dad used to take me there when I was a kid. A different company owned it, but it's the same thing. It's always been the same thing. And, you know, I was like, I got to take Chanel. And I took her and I took my brother Keegan one day before we went to go see a Rockies game. And that's been kind of a tradition. Anytime we go see the Rockies, we go eat at the Mongolian Grill first. 
So fucking good, man. It's worth the price, too. Oh, yeah. Um, Hoo Hot's only $16. If you go on Thursdays, you get two grill meals for $22. All you can eat for 11 bucks a person. Dude, that's actually really good, though. Fuck yeah, yeah, and it's really great. And on week weeknights, on weeknights and weekend nights, they have shrimp. See, and that would be me. Like, I'd be hoarding all the shrimp and the calamari and shit. Like, Dude, I, I love up, seafood. Dude, I messed up, though. Never pound an ice cream cone. Like, just shove the whole thing in your mouth quickly and then down a cup of root beer. Dude. What? Root beer. Oh, fuck yeah. No, you got sick. Dude, I was moaning and groaning like, oh, I can feel like the carbonation <laughs> like going up my throat. I'm like, I burped for like two and a half hours. If I have soda with like candy or sweets, I get really sick. Because like, I'm just getting older, dude. I'm almost 30. And so my body is starting to tell me like, no, dude, you're not 16 anymore. You can't <laughs> have gummy worms in a soda. It doesn't work that way. That's how my body's reacting, and it just sucks. Like, it makes me sad as hell. But, I mean, I think the worst uh, sickness, we're definitely getting off topic, but oh well. The worst um, sickness to get, though, is a stomach virus from seafood. If you've ever been sick off seafood, it is the absolute fucking worst. That's why you never buy sushi from a gas station. Yeah, or chili dogs, dude. (laughs) I was in hell for like three days. <laughs> Dude, it's like those things that like people talk about how um, they have these uh, vending machines in Japan. Some dude was like, look, I found a chili dog vending machine. I was like, don't you dare Ew. eat a, guy, a chili dog from a vending machine. That's exactly asking for E. coli. Oh, yeah, dude, that's where I got mine. And well, I'll never even there again. But it was cheap, too. It was only a dollar. I should have thought about that. I was like, oh, yeah, you man. You should have known the second a chili cheese dog cost a dollar that it was no a no-go. <laughs> Bro, it was a dollar. A slice of pizza was a dollar. Fucking there was a hamburger for $2. I was like, mm. Dude, if hamburger stand can't make a chili cheese dog for a dollar, then no one should be able to make a chili cheese dog for a dollar. I like hamburger stand, though. Oh, my so God, I love good. hamburger stand. Chili cheese burgers? Oh, phenomenal. Get these coupons all the time? Oh, yeah. Um. They are, uh, you get a hamburger, a uh, chili cheese dog, a chili cheese burger, and chili cheese fries for six bucks. Fuck, where is the nearest hamburger stand? The only one I know of is over by like 88th or 84th, I think. To you? No, I'm talking like the nearest one I know of is over in like Thornton. Closest one to me is that one on 88th in Washington. Yeah, that's the same one I'm thinking of. Yeah, it's over by the old, uh, there's a homies restaurant right there too. Yeah, that's the only one I know that's nearby because they got rid of the um, one that used to be over here on Colfax. There's one on 92nd and Pecos, I think. Jesus. Ish. Um, there's one down in Aurora. Shit, I was going to say, we need to go sometime. I fucking... To me, that's like White Castle. It's like once in a blue moon. I fucking love Hamburger um, Stand. There is one... Oh, there's one pretty close to your house on Kipling. Oh, shit. I didn't know that. I'm going to have to look this up. Yeah, Colfax and Kipling. Fuck, let's go find it when you come. Because you're coming over Saturday night, right? Yeah. Ryan, we'll just record here. Fuck it. Let's get some hamburger stand on the way home. There's, there's also <laughs> one on Highway 85 and 10th. Oh, 7-Eleven is right there. I am so stoked for this Sunday, dude. 
fucking deep fried pizza rolls. I'm going to watch AEW Double or Nothing pay-per-view, which I'm stoked for. I've never watched a pay-per-view from them. Word on the street is they are fucking phenomenal. And I love their wrestling. I don't know if you've ever watched anything from them, but dude, if you liked like WCW or ECW or any of that shit, that's pretty much what AEW is. They're more extreme, acrobatic, fucking, it's more focused on the match than storyline. It's cool as hell. They have a lot of alumni in there too, like big shows over at AEW. Christian is over there as well. Sting's over there. Like, there's a ton of people over there. Do you remember uh, Dean Ambrose? Dean Ambrose. Sounds familiar. I'm pulling a picture up. Um, No, I don't think I know who that guy is. He used to, well, yeah, that makes sense because he, he came around right after you stopped watching wrestling. He was part of Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins' like little group called The Shield. Well, he's over at AEW as well. He goes by the name John Moxley, but it's AEW is fucking awesome, man. Like uh, Dusty's son Cody Rhodes is over there too. Apparently, he's known um, as one of the high. He is one of the highest paid wrestlers in WWE history. Oh, he was, yeah, dude. Like he was making, which is why it was weird that he left. Like he opened up about it recently, and he said that he left because he didn't like the direction that WWE was going in with his character and. I'm seeing it more and more. That's a very common theme. A lot of people fucking hate working for WWE because they fuck up their stories. And I agree, dude. Like, we haven't seen Bray Wyatt since WrestleMania, in which they came out with the fact that he took some time off because he supposedly has severe depression. But I'm like, yeah, you would too when they're fucking your character. But the thing that looked like that, I'd be depressed too. (laughs) Dude, he had one of the best characters of, like, all time in, like, the last 10 years. And they didn't know what to do with him, and they fucked it up with the writing, and they just... I think the writing was on the wall. They had his girlfriend do something retarded, and it was all downhill from there. She's still doing it, and it's like, dude, that is no longer interesting. Like, make it stop. (laughs) What's sad to me is, how is SmackDown... The Roman Reigns thing has to stop. The Roman Reigns thing has to stop. Oh, I was so irritated. Dude, okay, so WrestleMania Backlash was probably one of the better pay-per-views I've seen in a long time. It was fucking good. The matches were amazing, dude. Even the Cesaro and Roman Reigns match was awesome. But guess who won? Guess how they won? Yeah. God damn it. Yeah, he won with the Coquina clutch because Cesaro passed out, meaning that he couldn't pin him or make him tap out. It was like so stupid. I was like, "Oh my god, this is the fourth time they've done this shit." And, what, and which one of his, which one of his little faggots came in and saved the day? None. That's why I knew it was too good to be true because Cesaro was taunting him, and he's like, "You can't beat me unless your little boyfriend is around." And like he was just talking mad shit, and so Cesaro was like, "Nobody's coming to the ring, just me." And as he was getting his ass whooped by Cesaro, he got him in his little stupid clutch, his little submission move that no one's ever tapped out of. And he passes out. I'm like, dude, you guys have no creativity at all. If I was McMahon, dude, I would be fucking firing people. And if he's fully aware of what's going on in there, it's time for him to go to a fucking home. Like, that's a dumb storyline. The fat, the sad part is that Visit Man could probably still knock both of us out. Oh, dude, he's a fucking full-time weightlifter and shit. And he looks like crap. Hey, he's a big boy. But yeah, no, he I'm fucking... He has that roid rage... Oh, yeah, dude. His son looks pretty good for his age, and he's old, too. He's, like, almost 50. 
it's crazy to me that Shane McMahon's that old. But uh, no, I'm excited for fucking double or nothing, man. The AEW is so fucking cool. If you ever get a chance, watch their shit or watch it with me on Sunday. Like, I just love how their matches are more driven on athleticism and skill rather than, oh, this is going to be the outcome we want to focus on and blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah, it's still got story just like WWE does, obviously. It's a little over the top, but you get more action. You get more believable shit, too. I just want Drew McIntyre to freaking Claymore kick Roman Reigns into the next stadium. See, I want to see that. Like, I'm over the Drew McIntyre, Bobby Lashley storyline. And it's still continuing. Like, he lost again at uh, WrestleMania Backlash. But he didn't lose. What happened was is he claymored Braun Strowman. And then Bobby Lashley threw Drew out and pinned Braun Strowman. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? How come every time the villain wins, it's never their own doing? Like, why do you make them look like pussies, but you want to make them seem strong? At some point, they got to win their own way. I'm going to get yelled at. People are going to call me racist, but I don't like Bobby Lashley. Oh, I don't like him either, dude. Like, yeah, I think it's cool that he got the title. He earned it. He's worked there forever. But it's kind of time to end it now. Like, he's... And it's it's also like, oh, I hate Roman Reigns. Everybody's like, yeah, that's the point. I don't hate Bobby Lashley. He's just boring. No, Bobby's boring. That's Here's the issue. I thought that Drew was boring, too. But I liked him because he had potential to be the next, like, Stone Cold or Rock. He was fucking cool. But they gave him shitty storylines because they focused on Roman Reigns. And I was like, yeah, dude, I do hate Roman so much to this point that it's actually working. But it's getting old now. I'm really tired of wrestlers holding the belt for like a year or more. Right. Every couple months, they got to shake it up somehow. Like, why couldn't they make him lose it to fuck it, Kevin Owens for like two months? And then Roman comes back, gets his revenge, gets his title, holds it for another couple months, whatever. Like, they did that with John Cena all the time because people were so sick of Cena being the champion for like five years in a row. Like, they just got tired of it. And they had to figure out how to mix it up. That's the issue now. Brock Lesnar should not be the champion when he wrestles four times a year and he holds the fucking belt for like two years in a row. Roman Reigns shouldn't be the champion when he only defends it every so often, right. never on SmackDown. Like, that's frustrating to me. I'm like, what the hell? And the issue is, too, they want him to appear to be big, but he always has help when he wins. It's like they can't give him the benefit of the doubt that he could be good enough to crush somebody and be the big bad guy. They got to make him appear to be the big bad guy. That's annoying as fuck. Not all of them should be known as the cowardly villain. Like, we got to have a strong villain at some point. Yeah, exactly. Like, make it impressive. Don't make it boring. I mean, I'm pretty sure I could write a whole better storyline. Give me some of those new guys that I don't really like anyway, and I could probably make some serious shit. I'm talking, like, back-in-the-day shit. Like, oh, no, this dude slept with my girlfriend, and now we're going to have a custody battle match. <laughs> like some crazy 90s shit. But anyway, we're uh, definitely stepping over time here. Um, thanks, guys, for listening. Uh, it got a little too political, but that's the point of the show. I had a lot I had to air out. Austin, I'm sure you did too. Please stay tuned for the upcoming Monday show, the fun show, as I like to call it. That is right around the corner. In the meantime, definitely go to thegreatgirthpodcast.com to check out our backlog of episodes. You can also find us on Spotify, Apple, pretty much where all the major platforms are. Check out our pages as well, Facebook, Twitter. We even got one on Instagram, believe it or not. 
We're still working on the one with YouTube, of course, and definitely hit us up if you want to check out our Audia website as well. Yes, awesome. we're not we're not banned on Facebook anymore. Our suspension has been lifted. Back to the trans jokes. I'm just kidding. Tranny. <laughs> there's, there's this picture of this tranny working on a car. It says, oh, to fix the tranny, you must become the tranny. <laughs> That's funny shit. Well, shit, man. That about covers it. I'll see you on Monday. Adios. Peace out, bro.